Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. o'clock five hours of me followed by three hours of leo laporte our tech guy followed by three hours of neil Savedra from two to five who of course does the fork report all foods uh, all about food as a matter of fact um i go out to, with neil uh, once twice a week we do lunch and occasionally we do gin, uh, dinner he is one phenomenal cook by the way i mean he is seriously a foodie and then uh, six to eight o'clock tonight mo kelly and uh, 8 to 10, Monique Marvez. And then uh, it's uh, all about uh, Brian Suits, Dark Secret Place. This is Handle on the Law, Marginal Legal Advice. There is a terrific case about a guy uh, named Mats Jarlstrom, uh, Oregon resident, was fined $500 for using math to challenge the state's traffic cameras. He came in and said that none of this works well, and here's the mathematical formula which shows that this is inappropriate and illegal. Well, uh, what happened was that they fined him because of his public critiques. He actually was doing public critiques and handing them out and putting them on the, in- on the Internet, but he called himself an engineer. On those critiques. And Oregon doesn't recognize him as an engineer because he isn't certified by the Board of Examiners for Engineering and Land Surveying. He does hold a bachelor's degree of science, a bachelor of science degree in engineering. Also, he wasn't paid for his critiques and he wasn't working as an engineer. He didn't hold himself out to be an engineer. He gets paid for it, which is license. He's just putting himself as an engineer. On the critiques. Well, uh, I'll tell you uh, what happened is uh, the state uh, immediately returned his money as soon as they got wind that this is a violation of his First Amendment rights. 
And there was no question. The state board, incidentally, that nailed him on that fine for saying he was representing that he was an engineer when he didn't have the license, uh, returned the $500 instantly and admitted it violated his First Amendment rights when it issued the fine. And so uh, what's happening, this group that got involved is now working to change the regulations completely. I mean, that's really bizarre. There's another person who got nailed, too. Uh, there is uh, a Portland City Commissioner, Dan Saltzman, who, invest- who was investigated by the board because there was a voter pamphlet where he called himself an en- environmental engineer. Wasn't state certified, but he holds two engineering degrees. So uh, it's you can't do that. You piss off a state board telling them they're full of it and they're ripping people off and you put down you're an engineer and uh, you are an engineer, but not a state licensed engineer. You know, that's, uh, for example, let's say you're attacking someone. You say you're a medical doctor and you are licensed as a medical doctor in another state, but you're not licensed in the state you're bitching about. Therefore, since you're not a licensed medical doctor in this state, we are going to nail you for representing yourself that you're a licensed physician because you called yourself a medical doctor. How far do you think that would go? Right. Now let's take some phone calls. Uh, hey, Mark. Yes. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? I uh, went on a second date a couple or well, more than a couple years ago. Um, ended up at a bar. Uh few hours before closing, I stopped drinking. Girl said, uh, why are you stopped drinking? I said, well, because I got to drive back. I drive us back. She said, no, I got a friend who owns a little company who's going to come get us. So that happened. I get back to her place. I went straight into the restroom. She came out of the kitchen with a beer, handed it to me. I took a couple drinks. I had had a surgery a couple years before that, knew how, you know, you get fuzzy when you go into surgery. But when I sat there on the couch... I took a couple sips, didn't really even like Sierra Nevada, so put the beer down, and I got a little fuzzy. So I lay down on the couch and went to sleep. Next thing in the morning, I wake up naked in her bed. Hmm. Um, and this is a bad thing? Well. What am I missing here, I got, Mark? I got her pregnant, and uh, she called me up a little while later, said, I'm not going to come after you for child support anyway. A few years later, she did. My question is, is I, I, you know, I had an attorney um, before, and he said that since it's been over five years and that I had accepted it at the time, um, that I'm stuck as far as being responsible for the child. You're probably though- stuck anyway, but um, let me ask you, because um, I have I've so many issues here, uh, and that is at what point did she hit you for child support after the baby was born? A uh, few years, couple years, couple of years, and uh, you, yeah. did you, and you just, uh, you've just been paying child support since, correct? Yes. All right. Never asked for a paternity test, just in case. No, they did that. I had to go. Oh, take so it's one okay. Got it. So it's so it's your child. All right. Well, there is a statute. Uh, uh, there is a five-year statute, or there is a statute that you've already gone through. But even if not, how would you prove that you were drugged? And during the time you were drugged, then you had sex. Uh, I don't quite. Well, I don't quite understand that. Right. Um, I had after the incident had happened. Um, a coworker of hers said that she was trying to get pregnant. That she was dating no, I, a couple I, different people. I get it. Let's say it's true. 
How, right. and you're saying it was that one time that you had sex while you were drugged that, in fact, impregnated her. Is that correct? Right. How did you have, how do you even sustain an erection when you're so drugged out you don't even remember what's happening? I'm assuming it was hypnol or something along those lines, right? Yes. How do you get an erection doing I, that? I, I imagine. I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. It's a great story, but Mark, uh, you're out of lunch or out to lunch. Or you're, you have no lunch. Or you have no case. That's what I meant. This is Handle on the Law. Welcome back to KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. This is Handle on the Law. All right, uh, Christopher, you're up. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hi, Christopher. Yes, hi. Good morning, Mr. Handel. Yes. I've been listening to your radio for about, oh, every day for months. And months. Uh, I'm legally blind. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm involved with a legal uh, civil, uh, civil case, uh, about two years old. I have a lawyer, Mr. McCullough. All right, doesn't matter, what his, what, doesn't matter what his name is. All right, what, what are you suing for? What is your uh, civil lawsuit about? Uh, it's about a house that was never put in my name, and now that the parties involved are, uh, they don't want to give me, they don't want to give me my money back. Whoa! All right, so uh, explain to me what happened. You buy a house, you put money into I, escrow. So, correct. And they just won't transfer you the property, and they won't give you your money back. My attorney, my my friend, thirty eight years took uh, took the money and told me to f off. And then he went How did he get the money, Christopher? Pardon me, sir? How did he get hold of the money? Uh, I had an inheritance from my parents died. How did your friend get hold of the money? Uh, he, he, he told me about a house in Kentucky, in Louisville, Kentucky, and that it was a foreclosure as is. And I, I went down oh. to the bank and authorized the cashier's check. Oh, got it. So he, you authorized it to him, correct? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay, Christopher. Not only are you blind, you're an idiot. So All not right. only are you legally blind, you're also legally a, mor- legally a moron. So what's your question, Christopher? Uh, my question is, I have there's a uh, GoFund thing that may, I, I keep hearing on your KFI radio about. Yeah. I, you can try. You can go to a GoFund, start a GoFund page, see if you can get uh-huh. some money. Just go to GoFund.com and see how you do it. Okay. Oh. Now, the, the, the second question is, would that, would that inter- interrupt my... Uh, have anything to do with my civil law? No, absolutely not. Uh, GoFundMe is uh, simply a way to raise money, Christopher. Oh, okay. How it's, much money? How much I, money did your friend rip you off on? Right, right. How and much money is it, Christopher? Is, is all the paperwork points to 
Uh, yeah, I got it. Christopher, yeah, he, he ripped you off, and I understand that. And that's a, it's a winning lawsuit. The problem is you have to pay for it. How much money, right, right. How much right. money uh, Christopher? The other thing on a legal thing, we've already paid $7,500 for the lawyer. Yeah. And then and now that, that, that account is now back down to zero. Yeah. The case was uh, denied. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. The case was denied. You sued? Denied in, in, in L.A. Why was it denied? Christopher, it doesn't make any sense that the case was denied. I don't know what that uh, means. The case was denied prejudice uh, based on a change of venue. Okay, it was denied with prejudice. And what does that do with change of venue? You're mixing up uh, legal issues here, Christopher. Right. Well, the, the lawyers say that he, he they, they had to turn, turn around and change the, the case from, Long, uh, from L.A. to Long Beach. And now the lawyer I wants to... That doesn't make any to, sense. Uh, he, he sent us a letter yesterday saying... All right, uh, Christopher, that, none of that makes any sense. So what's, what's your question? What's your question, Christopher? My question is, uh, he wants more money. Of course he does. He's a lawyer. How much money are we talking about? How much money did you lose on this deal that you gave your friend? Uh, $200,000. All right, and you went through $7,500. It's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars, Christopher, and if the guy blew through your money and he has no assets, there's no place you're going to go, Christopher. You're and screwed. Own the house in Kentucky. Yeah, no, you can try, but it's it's you can get a judgment against him. And if he owns the house in Kentucky, that's good. Uh, but Christopher, it's, it's going to cost you a lot more. I'm, you know, it's, it's going to cost you a lot more than seventy five hundred dollars. That's tough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, write me a check for two hundred thousand dollars personally. Not to an escrow account. Oh, okay. I think I'll do that. Does it really matter if you're blind or not? Uh, Dave. Hi, Dave. Welcome to Handle on the Law. Hello? Yes, sir. What can I do for you? This is Bill. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm calling because uh, my mom got Alzheimer's disease, mm-hmm. and uh, my sister is an attorney, so behind my back... She went ahead and got a conservatorship of my mom, of her bank account. Yeah, no, that's what conservatorship is. But what does that mean behind your back? Uh, They went and met with an attorney without telling me. Okay, I don't think they have to tell you. Well, my mom... My mom went with me to an attorney also. Yeah, and uh, what happened? Well, my sister got it. My sister said that uh, that my mom didn't realize when she took me Maybe. What, she, what she needed. Okay, Dave, uh, let me cut to the chase here. Uh, was your sister granted the conservatorship? Yes. Okay, you want, do you want her to unconservatorship? No. Okay, you're comfortable with her staying as a conservator? Well, yeah, but there's some. I I I want. I I got injured, and I need to borrow some money. She from has her. she has full call on that. It's going to be your sister's call, Dave. Yeah, and, and I haven't got news for you. I don't think she can even do that because, as conservator, all the money that she is holding on behalf of your mom has to go to your mom. I don't think she has the right to say, "Oh, and by the way, uh, to mom's estate." I'm going to take fifty thousand or a hundred thousand or ten thousand dollars and give it to Dave. I don't even know if she has the right to do that. But even if, but if she does, Dave, it's her call. You have. But my mom, my mom said it doesn't matter. She has Alzheimer's. Everything she said is off the table now. Okay. It doesn't matter what she said. Your okay. sister has full total control of your mom. 
Oh, God. That's horrible. Well, that's what it is, and you could fight that. You can go. You you go in and you file for conservatorship and have your sister removed. Or you file for co-conservatorship, where you get to be involved, too. But here's the problem. You get to be involved. You're not going to be able to money borrow money out of that uh, state. There's no way right. on God's earth you're going to be able to get any money out of there. Wait, you're right. going to loan yourself some money and your mom's going to undermine it? Now your mother's going to subsidize it and she has Alzheimer's? No, no, no. I was just thinking, is there a way that I could, um, well, no. Yeah, you, you, know, you got that one right. No. Uh, thanks for answering the question. So repeat after me, Dave. I have no case. I have absolutely no case. All right. This is Handle on the Law. You were the roots out in the top of my lungs, blowing the speakers in the back of my truck, and you had your chest and give it. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is KFI AM640, more stimulating talk. Welcome back to Handle on the Law, Marginal Legal Advice. Oh, hi, Lucy. Great, you're up. Welcome hi, Yes, ma'am. Um, I had a, a robbery. A home health care worker uh, stole a little over $4,000 worth of jewelry. And she went to jail for a short time and was ordered to pay restitution. And she made two $25 payments over the course of six or eight months and stopped paying. Yeah. And it doesn't mean she goes back to jail, um, but I was told that I could probably file a judgment against oh, her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In order to pay restitution is the same as a judgment. I mean, in fact, I just thought even it's just a filing. It's a procedure. And then you simply start collecting on on assets or or. Uh, a paycheck, you can garnish wages, yeah, because the court is not going to follow up and uh, follow up to make sure she pays restitution. It's just a court order. 
Right. Now, is that something, Bill, that I can do on yeah, my own? I think so. Yeah. You don't want no. You don't want to spend lawyer uh, money on a lawyer because you'll be spending uh, good money after bad because people that uh, don't pay restitution uh, generally are not going to pay and it gets to be a zoo and it's a mess. You can look at just look it up. Uh, restitution payments and there's all kinds of rules and regulations, but it's all available on the, the Internet. And I can do it in small claims. No, it has nothing. No, 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 no. You're not taking. No, you're not taking anybody to court. You've already got the judgment. Oh, it's, okay. It's only, It's a matter of taking that restitution order and simply transferring it to a civil judgment. Oh. And it's just paperwork. That's all there is to it. Does a court clerk do that? Uh, yeah, I think it's procedural. You just you you send it in, you file it, copy of the restitution order. I think there's an affidavit that says I've never been paid or I've only been paid fifty dollars, and then the court sends you back a judgment. Uh, and based on the judgment, you now can start collecting uh, garnish okay. wages. That's why I think that's the that's the way it, that's the procedure. Uh, and you just okay. get to look it up. But I think that's what works. People do not. Uh, go to court on that. I mean, certainly not small claims court. You already have a judgment. Matter of fact, a restitution order is stronger. Well, it uh, becomes a civil judgment, and there's just no way to fight it. There's no way to defend against it because it's uh, already been determined by a judge. Uh, hi, Renee. Hi there. Yes, ma'am. Um, I had a question in regards to I had a very successful company, and um, I had a board. Then each of the board members would get a percentage of my revenue. So ultimately, what happened was, and one of the board members was our um, was our accountant, and um, so ultimately the board voted to cancel my contract after almost doubling the revenue. Okay, and, a contract uh, for what, Renee? What were you doing for the company that you had a contract with the company? Okay, um, we we were consultants for school districts in the state of California. Okay, under a under a, a state and federal program, and so I was a oh gosh, so I was a former employee of of actually the accountant of one of the board members. To make a long story short, we formed our own company. Okay, to provide services to yeah, the no, no, uh, yeah, and that's fine. That's the service that the company did. How what yes. what co- uh, contract did you have with your own company? So my company had a contract. Can I say the name of the co- uh, uh, who I had a contract with? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, but, uh, okay, so your company had a contract of which you were on the board or you were the CEO, right? No, I, no, yeah. My company, I was the CEO of the company. Okay. Okay. We had board members that we reported to. And right. each of these board members received revenue from my company. Okay. Okay. When, um, and we did very, very well. Well, ultimately what happened was the board decided to, be, because of one of the board members owing us money, the company money, and I was pursuing the money that he owed us because he was our accountant, and I found revenue that was not accounted for, that was paid to him. The board ultimately uh, voted, including the accountant and board member who was receiving this money, voted to cancel my contract. Okay, what contract, contract, what contract did you have with the board? What were you doing, the contract between you and the company, what was that job definition? We we provided. Services. What did you have? You individually? They contra- yeah. They you said that the board canceled my contract. Did you uh, okay. have a contract personally with uh, the educational facility, or did the company have a contract? 
The, the company did. And they canceled your contract. Where My is, contract. Where's your yes. contract? They, we, we, I provided all the technical assistance. Okay, so that was training. your... All right, so that yes. was your contract. So your relationship with your own company was a contract. No, no, no. Okay, so no, they didn't I, cancel. So they didn't cancel your contract because there was no contract. They, yes, they did. No, okay, what did. contract my, did they cancel? They canceled my contract with the board. They, they, what contract the board, did you have with the board? You won't answer my question. You keep on saying, I don't have a contract. You said no, they canceled. You had a contract with the board. What was that contract? What did it say? It said that we, our responsibility was to provide services. What is training. your contract with the board? Not what, the, not we are. It's you. They can't. They, they what they did is they fired you, Renee. They canceled no, no, your no, contract. No, they didn't fire me. They, they, uh, because I'm the CEO of my company. I'm incorporated. I had a company. Okay. I had my own company. All right. So what is my own employees? Okay. You know what? Okay? I'm gone. I, I can't even deal with this. Am I missing something? I, I can't stand this. I hope you lose. I hope whatever lawsuit you have, you lose. I'll tell you right now, if I were the judge, we're done. I don't want to hear anymore. You're finished. Thank you very much. Any other questions, ladies and gentlemen of the jury? Nope. Okay. Uh, hey, Andrew. Hey, how's it going? Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Good morning. Yes, I have a question. Um, I've been uh, in, in a relationship with this girl for five years. We got married last year in Vegas. We live in California. And come to find out, she was married, still married at the time in California. Okay. We bought a house together. My question is, if we broke up or decided to get a divorce, is my marriage in effect, even though she's been married? No, it's not in effect, but it, that doesn't matter. When you bought a house, is it in both your names? Yes. Uh, so that doesn't matter. Nobody cares that you're married or not married. Do you, do you want to stay married to her? Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to get a divorce. Then you're, you mean, don't have to get a divorce because you're not married. So that marriage is no good. Right. Uh, it's effectively no good. I mean, I get a divorce anyway. Uh, no harm, no foul. Uh, just because uh, you don't want... Uh, see, for example, if anybody is arguing, let's say some organization, some entity, some governmental uh, agency... Uh, is wants to know, are you married or are you not? And you put down no, but there's a marriage certificate in your name. Uh, that kind of screws things up. And if you put down yes, uh, there's really no harm, no foul. She's the one that is, in fact, uh, guilty of bigamy and because uh, you were innocent of it. But the cleanest way of doing this, Andrew, is don't even uh, think about the marriage in the other state. Just get, If you want to get divorced, just get divorced. In reality, your marriage is not valid, and the divorce has no legal value whatsoever, has no uh, absolutely no legal effect, except when dealing with agencies, just to clean things up. So get a divorce, and don't worry about it. Or if, you're go- if you want to stay married, then what she has to do is get divorced, and then you, re- and then you remarry her. Okay, sound good. Okay, there you go. Married in another state. She's a bigamist, which is an Italian fog. How's that for stupid? Very. <laughs> this is Handle on the Law. I'm going in. This is the start. 
KFI AM 640. We're simulating talk to Handle on a Saturday morning. This is Handle on the Law. Marginal legal advice. Uh, hello, Mike. Welcome to Handle on the Law. What can I do for you? I have a contract with an extended warranty company that covers the repair of my motorhome. On August 5th, we were out of state and we had a part failure. We had a repairman come and give us a receipt outlining what the problem was. We couldn't get the part to fix the the uh, motorhome, so we returned back home, arriving on the ninth. We called our extended warranty company, and they said, "Gee whiz, your contract expired on the eighth. So we said, "Well, we can show you that the part failed on the fifth." And they said, uh, we don't care. Right. And why Why would the warranty people be responsible for a part not being available? What did it have to, what did it have to do with them? Uh, we Well, I guess my argument for the, against this is the part failure was within the No, I get it. I get it. No, so the, so the, what does the contract say? Does it say part failure or does it say... Uh, the repair has to be done up until that point. What, what does the contract say? It should it, it should cover everything. Well, does it, it say does it, it say when the when the part breaks down or when it is repaired? I'm willing to bet. I haven't seen it, but I'm willing to bet they'll pay for a repair uh, up to the point that the contract expires. And uh, it's I don't understand why they're responsible if a part is missing or why they would be responsible for a guy not being there in a small town. And uh, it's on a Friday night and the guy doesn't show up till Monday and uh, the contract expires on Saturday. Well, because the guy didn't show up. Therefore, you should honor. But but what but what their argument is, they're not arguing they're not they're not responsible for covering the part. They're arguing you didn't report it until after the contract expired. Okay, so, so that's what is that what the con is that what the contract says? You have to report it before the contract expires. Doesn't speak to how long a period of time should be between the failure and the report. It doesn't. So, so why did they? Where do they come up with you have to report it before the contract expires, as opposed to repairing it before the contract expires? I, I'm, I'm sort of it, missing something here, Mike. It 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 is something that they just said to deny payment. Okay, got it. Well, they can deny. I got a news for you, Mike. They can deny payment on a much easier basis. They can deny payment saying you repaired it after the contract expires. Thank you very much. Have a good day. But I haven't done that yet. I'm waiting. I'm fighting with them. To okay. See All right. I got it. So you're fighting with them. So, Mike, what's your question, my so man? I guess. Should I take them to small claims court? Sure, why not? Yeah, of course. Argument. It doesn't hurt to take them to small claims court. All you're going to lose is well, 150 bucks, whatever it is. You file. 
Uh, you serve them, and uh, someone shows up. And if no one shows up, you're going to win. How much money are you talking about uh, to repair? About $3,000. Yeah, well, there's your lawsuit. Now, if I'm the judge, I'm going to throw you out on your butt. But that's me, Mike. Uh, you can have and is, uh, that, and is that because I notified them after the... doesn't matter. No, it's because the repair wasn't made uh, during, the, uh, during the period in which the contract was in effect. The repair was made after it expired. So even though I couldn't get the part... Doesn't, it's the not, not their problem. It's not their problem. All right. All right, but you know, but try it, Mike. I'm not telling you not to try it. I mean, you may end up having a judge who got ripped off under your same circumstances who is going to nail an insurance company. Do you know why uh do you know why cleaners never take anybody to court? If for example, oh. you have a uh, piece of clothing and you say that the cleaner destroyed it and you had to repair it, they just write you a check. Every every cleaners I've ever met or dealt with in, I don't know, forever since I've been taking clothes to the cleaner. You know why they never, ever file small claim suit against anybody? Because there isn't a judge on this planet that hasn't been screwed over by cleaners. Not one. <laughs> that they haven't ruined clothing. So give it a shot. Well, so, hope- Mike, give it a shot. You have nothing to lose. Small claims court. I mean, the worst that a judge can uh, tell you is that you're in the same place you are now. With, you know, no case. Uh, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Hey, yes, ma'am. How are you? Yes. I am challenging a Medicare. Uh, I'm challenging Medicare for stopping benefits okay. for my mom in a skilled nursing facility. I'm at the third level with the administrative law judge. I have a phone uh, conference with him to plead my case. Yeah. Do I call him your honor? No, your honor. What's the best way to suck up to this no, guy? It's, uh, well, sucking up isn't going to help. Uh, you can call him uh, your honor, but he's not a judge. But let him say, you know what? You call me Mr. Smith or whatever his last name is, uh, because I'd rather have you err on the side of sucking up to him and him appreciating it than having him really want you to say that and you don't. Uh, So there is nothing wrong with that. Uh, it, he'll tell you which way to uh, call. He probably will tell you, don't call me your honor. Uh, but but that's easy. Also, uh, you don't know what he looks like either, do you? No. Yeah, well, tell him, tell him how great looking he is. Uh, tell him uh, you know he has a big schwantz. Uh, anything to make him feel good, okay? Big schwantz. Got big it. Schwantz. No, no, not schwantz. <laughs> schwantz. S-C-H-V-A-N-T-Z. Schwantz. Thanks. Okay, you got it. This is Handle on the Law. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.